holy. Be Holy is a broadcast ministry of believers dedicated to saving the souls of all men and women. We teach the words of God that people all over the world may hear the voice of God and obey Him. God doesn't want to show us His wrath or His anger. He just wants us to repent and be holy. And after one repents, he or she can be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, but certainly not before they repent. Listen, we really can't even discuss prayer until one repents. Yes, hell is making its way towards the unrepentant heart, but it is Be Holy's commandment and mission to warn everybody, not to control, to warn. The Word of God is spirit and it's life. That's why we take the Word of God seriously. We're not using shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We're not trying to trick anyone or change the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all those who are honest and live by truth. They know the truth. They realize that we are telling the truth. Listen, friend, we've been preaching and teaching for over 20 plus years and the Lord Jesus is satisfied with our efforts and we want to keep it that way. Next on Be Holy. You know, sometimes faith is all you need. Be holy. All right, listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad that you're with us on today. Today's a wonderful, beautiful, amazing, splendid day. <laughs> Can't you hear my excitement? Get excited. Today is a new day. It's a new day, a new week, a new month, a new year, whatever. And listen, this year is almost over. It's almost time for a new year. How'd you do this year? How'd you do? Did God help you this year? Did you thank him? <laughs> hey, don't forget to thank him. Regardless of what's going on in your life, don't forget to thank God. We do that every Sunday. Uh, we do this thing called a thank you money service. And so basically, I uh, give the people a chance to get up in their pew, stand to their feet, and tell what God has done for them. Give them a chance to talk in church. You know, a lot of times we sing, we pray, but hey... Let them get up and talk about the goodness of God. Now, there's a young lady at our church, right? Uh, she said that she's been sick for years. You know, she's been sick for years. And so here recently, for the last, I think it was seven weeks last week. But uh, she said she'd been getting up and there's no pain. She's been getting up, no pain. Now, she hadn't had any surgeries yet. She hadn't had the surgery or nothing like that. But she was getting up and waking with no pain. Now, that was a blessing in itself where somebody else would get up and talk about, I couldn't walk last year, but I can walk this year. Watch. And then get out there and start walking in the middle of the highway. Somebody else would say, I couldn't even stand last week. I Watch me stand up. But some people will get up and say, hey, I had a stroke three days ago and I'm here at church. They would do these things. Now, listen, I'm telling you, we're a house of prayer. We're not just a church. We're a house of prayer. And we pray before we do anything else. We love the preaching. We love the singing. We love the praying. But we get up there and pray and talk to God. We, we talk to him first. We don't know what's going on in our lives. We talk to him. We're a house of prayer. And sure, we like to do corporate prayers with the whole church and everything. But we're a house of prayer, meaning we pray first about everything. We could, matter of fact, we could get up and have a prayer, right? But somebody can ask for prayer and I can see someone walk in and oh no, it's time to pray again. We pray again. We go straight back into prayer because whatever God has given me to, uh, about that person, we need to pray. And I don't plan on it. I just I see it needs to be done. And we just stop and pray. We're a house of prayer. All churches would benefit from being a house of prayer. They would. So 
we're going to talk about uh we got a story today where <laughs> a gentleman's daughter was sick Her, she was sick to death you know she was dying and uh jesus gets off the boat and people start crowding around him and everything and uh he jumps down and says hey would you come please 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 just please come heal my daughter my daughter is sick she needs help she needs help come please and so uh, they go okay well let's go they're on their way to pray for it on their way to to heal her right jesus is going himself well on his way to her somebody else like the crowds have gotten so so big and so strong and leaning up against them everybody's touching them everybody's rubbing shoulders back and forth you know like a big march or whatever they were just rubbing shoulders and so this uh young lady who who, who had been sick for years she says you know what if i could just touch his clothes i don't have to touch him if i could touch his robe i believe i'll be healed and she had like a, a problem with her blood for years and she said all i have to do is touch his, his his clothes that's all i need to do is touch his clothes i don't i don't i don't need nothing else just this touch his clothes and so she made her way through the crowd and ended up touching his little touching a little piece of the, of the robe of the garment and so <laughs> she felt within herself that she was healed the blood had stopped everything was right everything was fixed she was healed and she was sitting there uh after that whole incident she was just sitting there looking at herself like wow i'm healed and so right when she was doing all that and was looking at it, examining herself and looking jesus said now wait a minute who touched me and so all the people around him were like how are you gonna ask who touched you we're all around you we're all pushing up against you we're all touching each other so how can you wonder who touched you? Somebody touched you. Somebody touched me. Somebody touched me. And because the healing went out from me. Mm, okay, well, that, that's a good lesson. Because sometimes, like I said, all you need is your faith. So Jesus looked over and saw her and she was sitting there. Uh, he said, who touched you? And he found out it was her. <laughs> he told her. Your faith has, has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Hmm. Still hadn't gotten to the other gentleman's daughter yet. Still hadn't gotten there. But while he was on his way to her, another person was healed. And it wasn't like he turned around and touched her. She simply touched his clothes. So I'm telling you, it, it's just certain times that, that faith is all you need. You don't need a sermon. Uh you may not need a scripture uh you don't need another lesson you don't need a conference uh you don't need another church service sometimes all you need is your faith that's what you need so he still jesus still hadn't gotten to the young girl who was dying but while they were standing there and he was telling the woman your faith has made you whole the the uh the gentleman's uh people from his house came and, and told him said hey your daughter's dead there's no need in bothering the teacher now we might as well just you know leave it at that and just come on home well that wasn't the end of it that wasn't the end of it jesus went to walking walking towards the dead girl walking towards her went walking and so then he stopped the crowd from going. He only took a few of his disciples and the, and the father and the mother, right? So they go inside to the little girl and uh, 
Jesus asked, well, why are you guys crying? She's only sleeping. She's not dead. She's only sleeping. And man, oh man, they laughed at Jesus so bad. I'm like, listen to that. They laughed at God. Laughed at him. Instead of believing that she could come back from the dead, believing that she could be healed. They laughed. How many of us do that? Instead of believing God can make a change in our lives, we sit there and laugh. No, he can't. He can't do this. Remember that, that uh, the story where Sarah, the, the wife of Abraham, God told her she was going to have a child. And she was, what, going on 90-some years old. And she was like, I'm never going to have a child. And she laughed. And God said, I heard you laugh. No, I didn't, Lord. I didn't laugh. Yes, you did laugh. How many times have we done that? God's trying to bless us. And we're laughing. How often do people do? I mean, like, listen, at the end of service, when you're having a prayer for people who want to come to the Lord, how many of us are out there just laughing and talking and chewing gum and act like nothing's nothing while these people are trying to get right with the Lord? At least if you're going to be in the room, be in prayer, at least uh, not talk. If you're not going to pray, not talk and wait for God to help them because we all need help. Now, Jesus gets over there. Uh, to Jairus's house Daughter is dead The people are crying Jesus asks why are y'all crying Because she's only sleeping And they laugh at him So he goes in and touches her hand And she comes back to life How many of you need a touch from the Lord To come back to life Life has been pretty tough on you all these years Or matter of fact with these last few years Life has been tough Things hadn't gone out the way they were supposed to. Things hadn't come in the way they were supposed to. And all you need is a touch from the Lord. You just need a little break. Well, let your faith do the talking. Let your faith do the talking. Regardless of what anybody else is doing, regardless how anybody else laughs, let your faith cut through the crowd and you get to Jesus. You get to him. You know what you need. You know you need him You don't know how to fix what the problem is You don't know how to heal yourself But you know you need God to do all the healing That's who you need You need God Now this was in Mark What was it? Mark chapter 5 Mark chapter 5 And it says that uh, What was it started That started 24 Jesus went with them and all the people followed crowded around him a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding she had suffered a great deal from many doctors and over years she had spent everything she had to pay them but she had gotten no better matter of fact she got worse she had heard about jesus heard about him just heard she had heard about jesus so she came up behind through the crowd and touched his robe for she thought to herself if I can just touch his robe I can be healed immediately the bleeding stopped immediately and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition now Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him so he turned around in the crowd and asked who touched my robe who touched my robe? And the disciples said to him, look at this crowd pressing up around you. How can you ask who touched me? How can you ask that? 32. But he 
kept looking around to see who had done it. <laughs> Your faith will make God look for you. <laughs> then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of him and told him what she had done. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. And this was before he even got to Jairus's uh, house to heal his daughter, to bring his daughter back to life. Man, go in peace. Your suffering is over. If you need something from the Lord, just sneak in there and touch him. You'll get what you need. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. Our Be Holy podcast is at Podbean or contact us at beholy116 at gmail.com or 614-268-7757. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. And for your convenience, you can now text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. Again, the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And we thank you for your support. Be holy.